Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Paul and Jordana here. Last week, boy, we got into it about prescription drug prices. If you remember, I was uh, slapped with a copay of $989 a month for a drug that cost $10,000 a month. Then through a lot of phone calls, a lot of please explain why this is happening. Please use I have good insurance. Figure this out for me. It ended up being zero dollars a month because I ended up being fully covered for it. But we had a team of advocates through the Mayo Clinic, through myself, my husband, all working on this. And I thought, I am so lucky. I'm, I won the lottery. What if? What about the people who don't have the team? And I know Amy Klobuchar, our senator, is super plugged in with wanting to lower prescription drug prices. And we thought, you know what? Let's check in with her and see where we are. So Senator Klobuchar, we're so grateful to have you on the show. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks, Jordana. Thanks, Paul. It's good to hear the weather forecast, first of all, because I'll be back next week. I like that it's warming up. Um, And secondly, I want to just tell you uh, that I'm so pleased that you are still in there doing so well. You had that intensive chemo. You were, I mean, and now you are all kinds of things happening with the transplants, other things. But I just Mm -hmm. I've been really impressed by you. So let's start with that. Secondly, yes, prescription drugs are way too high in this country. We pay more for prescription drugs, Americans do, than any other country in the world. Think about that. And it's our taxpayers uh, that have invested so much in research and the like. Um, And just to give you a sense of it, common drugs like uh, Lyrica um, for nerve pain, Symbicor for asthma, um, they have gone up um, in the past five years. Um, almost 50%, just those brand name drugs. And so what happens? Well, 20% of Americans that don't have the team, like you're talking about, um, have reported not taking their medications. We've had individual stories all over Minnesota, uh, like yours, people that rationing their insulin, right, little drops. Um, one guy died because he was trying to ration his insulin, and his mom has been, uh, Nicole, has been fighting for him ever since. So the answer Um, One big answer is to change the law. A provision was put in federal law by the pharma industry that says that you can't negotiate better prices for Medicare. So Medicare is the biggest block that buys drugs, all these seniors, 46 million seniors. And yet you just are kind of locked in for the price. The VA, on behalf of our incredible veterans, they do get to negotiate, and they have so much lower prices, and that helps taxpayers, and it obviously helps their clients. Um, and so that's what we're pushing for is to remove that provision. Get this, it would save hundreds of billions of dollars. 
for taxpayers and for individuals. That is not me making it up. Those are the numbers. But, but Senator, what's the holdup? Because it seems like everybody would want this. Who is against this and why is it taking so long? Uh, yes. Well, um, there are people. Pharma has two lobbyists for every member of Congress. Uh, they have oh. a huge sway in the ho- That's correct. Oh, that's mm-hmm. correct. Um, and they, it's the, we have the numbers because people have to register as lobbyists. So they're always lobbying to stop things and get things in for themselves. And we have been calling it out. I have been calling it out for years. We have the most chance of progress that we've ever had on several fronts. Um, the first is that there's a good chance in Susan Collins, who's a good friend of mine. I'm going to see her this evening. Republican from Maine and Jean Shaheen. Um, and a number of us are negotiating on insulin to get that down to something like 35 bucks a month is that what we're aiming for. Angie Craig just passed a bill in the House that did this. Secondly, the bigger kahuna, which is ne- Medicare negotiations, um, we are close to a deal on the Democratic side. We've had harder time engaging with Republicans on this one. Um, and it's not everything that I want, but for the first time, we would be able to negotiate drug prices. That all got tied into, we do not want to bore your viewers with this procedures of the Senate, but it got tied into some other things, and I'm hopeful we can move on that. And then Senator Grassley and I have a number of bills uh, that would basically tell the big pharma companies, and this has passed through committee to the floor now, that you have got to uh, stop. They do this. They pay generic companies to keep their products off the market. <laughs> Consumers, it's called pay for delay. Yes. And Senator Grassley, who's very uh, in a, a very positive, curmudgeonly way, always fighting for um, uh, consumers with me. And uh, this is one where I think we're going to win. So that is another bill that is, is headed to the floor. There, there's, for the first time, I would say, uh, chances of taking on pharma in a very different way because people have just had it with these prices. Senator Klobuchar, I want to shift gears and talk a little bit about Ukraine. I'm still amazed that there are Americans, uh, including some politicians, that are rooting for Putin and rooting for Russia. Uh, yesterday, 63 Republicans, uh, Congress people, many of them the former president's most loyal defenders, voted against a resolution supporting NATO and individual liberty and human rights and the rule of law and democracy and defending democracy. Can you talk about that? The bill did pass, but I'm just amazed that there are people who are anti-NATO. And it seems to me Russia is committing war crimes as part of a deliberate military strategy. Sanctions are nice, but is it really enough? How do we address Putin, who seems to only understand force without provoking World War III? Um, thank you for that question. And I will say, I looked at that list over in the House. I think our entire Minnesota delegation, uh, Democrat and Republican, voted for and in support of NATO, which was, should yes. make you feel good. So let's start with that. Um, secondly, um, the um, uh, NATO has come together as never before. As you know, the U.S. is part of that, right, in Canada. And it was a pact we took to uh, defend um, nations, including countries like Poland. And it is NATO uh, that has had as a group is sending in weapons to Ukraine. And um, I was one of the, I was in the last Senate group, a number of us uh, who went and met with President Zelensky before the war started. We pledged to him then, as I have several times when I've spoken with him, uh, to continue to stand with Ukraine and to not 
give up. I can't explain what these members are thinking. Vladimir Putin has shown his intentions in every picture you see of the of the man dead with his bicycle on top of him or the people with their hands um, cuffed behind them or the mass graves um, or the maternity ward that was bombed or the school that was bombed. He knows no limits. He's done this before in places like Aleppo, and he is leveling these towns to the ground. At the same time, because Ukrainians showed such courage that I think those of us who spent a lot of time with the Ukrainians um, and with President Zelensky uh, would have predicted, but not everyone did. Uh, they are just showing us what democracy is all about and that we should never take our own for granted. And then the weapons we've given them, which include now laser-guided rocket systems, switchblade drones, which are the most sophisticated in the world, um, the thousands of javelins which take down the tanks and the stingers, um, um, that they are, with their small but mighty force, have pushed the Russians back away from Kiev, and that's why all of these pictures are coming out because finally you're seeing the destruction and horror they wrought. I mean, that's why there's war crimes investigations going on and the like. But right now, for me, number one is getting Ukrainians the weapons they need. And number two, the humanitarian help with the refugees um, and the like all over the world. Um, and then, of course, seizing Russian assets, sanctions, so that also we can use those assets once we can help the Ukrainians rebuild. Okay. Senator Klobuchar, we know you have to go. We thank you for your time. We hope we can check back in with you to see how we're coming on both the prescription drugs, the war in Ukraine, and all, all things Minnesotan. Okay, let's do that again. I'm going to take Paul for his word on the weather. All right. <laughs> thank don't, don't you. Don't do that. <laughs> thank you, Senator, for the thank benefit you. of the doubt. <laughs> Bye. Oh, boy. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But well, yeah. Well, she's in Washington where it's hard. much nicer. It's yeah. much nicer there, so she should enjoy Amen. it while she's got it. And it will be spring here soon enough. But always good to talk with the senator. And um, I, I did not know that there were two lobbyists for every congressperson. That, that's uh, crazy. In, that's insane because, for Big Pharma. But, but, Paul, even so, who are the congresspeople, the, the, the congressmen then women and the senators that are falling for the lobbyists? that are getting paid off. Like, where's their backbone? Where's their spine? People are dying. Yep. People are texting in there and saying they could, $1,000 a month, they would have to choose not to have drugs because they can't afford it. So who are these people? You know, like, I guess I want an accounting of the, the Congress people that are voting, that, that are siding with the lobbyists. Let's unpack this and see what, if any, texts come in from our listeners. Uh, what do you think of what's going on right now? We want to hear from you. Uh, text us always 651-461-9226 your reaction to what senator klobuchar said about pharmaceutical pricing and also what's happening in ukraine uh, we'll take your text and have some reaction next that pay for play that amy klobuchar was talking about that situation they have i, I just googled that because i wanted I wanted to talk to her more about it but you know we only have a little time with the senator of course i'm glad she came on um, they're deals between generic and patent holding pharmaceutical companies where the patent holder compensates the generic maker if they refrain from marketing the generic drug. So if they say, don't go to market. You know, we'll give you the money that you may earn or at least some of it if you refrain from offering it at a lower cost. Why is this not illegal? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, but again, the drug manufacturers... Say, look, we spend billions, we, we roll the dice, and many of these drugs turn out to be duds, right? 
it's a little like uh, venture capital. You know, if one out of ten of the businesses succeed big time, they're they're fat, dumb, and happy. But a lot of the businesses fail. A lot of drugs don't catch on. They don't work. So I'm I'm not saying it's it's right, but this is what the drug companies say. That in the United States, the reason why we have cutting edge drugs, the best in the world, is because of the markets and the return on investment that we can get here in the United States. And we have to charge a lot to make up for the billions that we invest in R&D in bringing these to market. That said, the United States, all of us pay anywhere from two to six times more for prescription drugs than other countries. So two that's all six bull. Six times so, more. So their argument is bull because they're selling it for cheaper in other countries. Well, yeah. Yeah. What and, about recouping and, and look, their losses over there? It's monopoly pricing, patent protection, FDA marketing exclusivity. Uh, there are a lot of ways and, and a lot of middlemen, right? A lot of people getting paid. So at the end of the day, true capitalistic uh, approach to this would be more competition, more choice. That lowers prices, right? More mm-hmm. options should lower prices. And that's right, what I but, know Mark Cuban is trying to do mm-hmm, with his right. generic drugs. That's right. And somebody at some point is going to figure this out. It's just unsustainable. Well, but this is we capitalism have. gone awry. This is capitalism gone awry because, um, and my dad, uh, look, I grew up in Big Pharma. They helped send me to college. My dad is living on a pension. He worked for Big Pharma his whole life. We grew up in New jersey So every pharmaceutical company, Sibagaygi, Huffman LaRoche, Bristol Myers Squibb, Johnson and Johnson, you name it, he worked for it throughout his career. Um, and he will use that argument, the research, but even he will say, well, at some point they make all their money back and then some. So there has to be some kind of a cap when you have doubled your money back or tripled your money back, whatever it is, then you are allowed to have the generic. But it's it's what we have here is people dying. So sure, there's capitalism, but there also ha- there has to be regulation on this. That's just the end of it because capitalism cannot be trusted now with these pharmaceutical companies. Because you you, you just mentioned Mark Cuban. Well, does it take a billionaire then to disrupt this market? That's not fair. What about a little guy? There is no room to get into the market for competition because they are just squashed by these multi-billion-dollar pharmaceutical conglomerates. So if you say, "Great, I want to start a pharmacy to help." Or, or, you know, a, a drug company, you can't. FDA approval, even just for something as, as, as simple as Hannah's hand sanitizer, costs $10,000 if you want FDA approval for a hand sanitizer that you want to market. Ten grand right there. So it's, it's not a game that is equal playing field for all competitors. And this is where the lawmakers need to step in. They do. But again, we, we keep electing people. And once you get in office, what's your number one priority? Staying in stay office. Stay in office. And if you want to stay in office, you need donations. And where are you going to? Where are a lot of those donations, I'm campaign so donations, coming from? From pharmaceutical companies. Uh, and you better damn well toe the line if you want to be reelected. So this this all gets back to campaign finance reform, term limits. You know why should a job in Congress or the Senate be a job for life? That well, I don't think that was the intention of the founding fathers. So it, it, it's a much bigger 
challenge that we have. But uh, it is, and it also just, the argument that I'm gonna I'm gonna help lower drug prices. Let's see it. Let's let's get these Congress people to put the. It's time now. You everybody has campaigned on lowering drug prices. I understand things move glacially in Congress, but people are dying and. We're all on to you that you're taking money from the lobbyists and we need to be done with this. And we need a list of names to find out where the votes are against prescription drug relief. We need a list of names because those constituents need to know that their Congress people are voting against it and then they need to change their vote because yep. this is it was not OK a long time ago when they could hide. But now it's definitely not OK. So the there's some thing- text, Paul. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I no. Go ahead. Read the text. I was going to bring up what Senator Klobuchar said about Ukraine, but read the text. Oh, uh, let's see. There's a website that lists all the gobby- lobbyists and companies behind our legislative representative. Excellent. They texter says I can't remember the site, but you know what, friend? I will be googling that and try to find it. Uh, this is this texter says that's why you should have voted for Bernie. <laughs> Bernie has been trying to get the bill passed in the Senate for years. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To allow Medicare, the taxpayers, to negotiate drug prices. Bernie, look, I like some of the stuff that Bernie talks about, but, I mean, isn't he the definition of a socialist? I mean, But he also hasn't done it. He's been in the Senate forever. Well, he hasn't done it. He can't get the job done. I don't know that it would have changed if he were president. Is socialism the only way to bring our drug prices down? It seems kind of extreme that we can't find a way to generate more competition and lower the cost for everybody. Why are we paying two to six times more for the same damn drugs that everybody else in the world is using? Why do we pay a premium when Norway and Israel and Brazil don't have to pay that premium? That's my question. Something it's is because wrong. of our lawmakers. It's because they're owned by the lobbies. Like she just said, we want the opportunity to negotiate directly with the manufacturers the way Medicare does it. That's how we should do it. And if that's what you call socialism, then bring it on for drug prices because that's the way to do it. Let the government negotiate um, the way they do for Medicare because they get their drugs cheaper. And in other countries, they, would never, they wouldn't allow their, their uh, constituents to be gouged like this. But we have unscrupulous lawmakers that are taking money from lobbyists and from big pharma. And that needs to stop. What? Wait, is Medicare socialism? Just asking for a friend. I'm not. I'm not sure. You, you I mean, tell me. You tell me. We seem to love it when we reach the age of sixty-five. Any, everybody seems yeah. to love it. Anytime there's anything that looks like a safety net, oh, that's socialism. Yeah, but everybody loves their Medicare. Everybody yeah. thinks it's great when they, God forbid, they have a heart attack and they walk out of the hospital with a zero bill. The government is paying for your care you know as what? it should. 
<laughs> sure. Socialism is anything that benefits somebody else. <laughs> if it benefits me, no, I earned this. I deserve this, and I earned this, and yeah, this is the way it should be, America. <laughs> God help us. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, um, what are we doing when we get back? Oh, we have the creators of the Turn Signal app that are joining us. This is if you get caught, if you if you get pulled over by police, you can get an attorney on the phone with you immediately to help you uh, de-escalate that and maybe help you handle the discussion. We're going to talk with the founders next. I'm so excited to talk with our next guest. I have been wanting to speak with them since I saw the story in the Star Tribune. Uh, the In the business section, there was a story that said there is now an app for when you get pulled over by police. It will be offered free in Brooklyn Center, which is... You know, it's emotional because Dante Wright was fatally shot by police during a traffic stop in April of 2021 in Brooklyn Center. So this new app, well, I won't even try to explain it to you. We now have the founder and the creator of the app joining us. The app is called Turn Signal App, and one of its creators is Jazz Hampton. He is a CEO and co-founder of the app. So Jazz, we're so happy to have you on on the show. Thanks for joining I'm a big fan, so I, I, we, we are, as Turn Signal, we're all really proud to be on, on the program. So thanks for having us. Thank you. So tell us what Turn Signal does. How does it actually work if you're, God forbid, getting pulled over? Yeah, if you think of uh, your phone sitting mounted on your dashboard like any Uber or, or Lyft driver when, when you're out on the road, um, when you're pulled over, you can use voice activation or press one button, and it instantly starts recording with the front-facing camera uh, the interaction and calls an attorney to be with you in the car to de-escalate the interaction, protect your rights, and ensure that everyone gets home. And that attorney will be on the screen with you, uh, and they're available 24-7, 365, uh, wherever you are in the state of Minnesota, now Georgia, and California. Jess, this is so cool. And, uh, man, talk about the right app at the right time. So many people rightfully paranoid being stopped, especially people of color, which, which is which is tragic, very sad, but I'm just curious, what was the creation story? What got you off the dime? And have you actually been in a situation where this app, your app, Turn Signal, has, has helped somebody in real time? In other words, it's, it's not Big Brother watching. It's, it's really uh, full transparency and making sure that an arresting officer knows that everything is being monitored, right? That's a lot of questions. Yeah, I, <laughs> Sorry. Right. I, I got carried away. One at a time. That's like a good judge. You ask compound questions, and I have to ask, answer them systematically. So let me try. Um, it, it originated with myself and, and two friends, uh, Andre and Michael Creighton, were the three co-founders, and they grew up in St. Paul, uh, Andre went to, to J.J. Hill High School, where, or I'm sorry, J.J. Hill Elementary, where Philando Castile worked. They grew up in the community playing sports with that family, right? And so this was our community, and as three black men from the city, both of them having their MBAs and incredible educational backgrounds, myself, a computer science undergrad degree, and I'm a, I'm a lawyer here in the state of Minnesota. I'm an adjunct professor at, at Mitchell Hamlin, and we all said, hey, you know what, we're going to leave our jobs, uh, respect their, you know, Andre was at Spire Credit Union. Mike was at Sony Electronics. I was at a national law firm. We all left to start Turn Signal um, after the tragic death of George Floyd because we knew we had an opportunity to build something that could really be a solution for a need that was that was really true. And especially here in Minnesota, we we've become the national epicenter for a call for social change. And we said, you know what, we can build an app 
that can bridge the gap. And so to your point, we started with those conversations with our community members, learning what would be a good fit to, to be a solution and police officers to say, hey, when you pull over one of these vehicles with a turn signal bumper sticker, we want you to feel safer approaching this vehicle than any other because that's the first step in the de-escalation process that we know mm-hmm. is so important to get people home safe. Uh, and putting a lawyer in the vehicle just makes all the sense in the world. I've been pulled over 12 times in my life, and I've never received a ticket. Um, and in the more recent interactions, I was a lawyer, and I knew how to navigate those situations from a legal standpoint. And I kept thinking to myself, how can we help get that knowledge into the car for every person that's out there on the road? And so Turn Signal is, is what was born from that. Wow. We're speaking wow, with wow. Jazz Hampton, uh, one of the three founders of the Turn Signal app. So, Jazz, are you on call 24 7? Who are the lawyers? Where do you find them? And then, does it cost if somebody uses the app, like a lawyer's fee? Thank you. That's a, that's a great question. And uh, the attorneys are available 24 7, 365. And the greatest part is when you press that button in the state of Minnesota, a Minnesota attorney is answering someone from our community. Mm-hmm. It's part of the work we're doing. We find attorneys in the state that really care about helping people. We find attorneys that are experts in criminal law, um, or you can press it when you're in an accident as well. So attorneys that are experts, if you hit that button for when you're in an accident, which is an unsettling proposition to be in by yourself as well. Uh, so they're available 24-7. They're, they're experts, and they're here from our community. And we really think that's important. And before any of them can be on the platform, they have to go through third, third through de-escalation training that was provided by a third-party organization, which is really vital to what we're doing as well. Um, and the app, uh, it's a great question. It's, it's $6.99 a month or $60 a year, and, and we always say it's kind of like Netflix. If you watch a million episodes or just one, it's the same price. It doesn't matter. and You're never charged anything else. But most importantly, uh, this pilot program that you mentioned earlier with in Brooklyn Center, where it's free to all of those residents, is, is provided by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota in a partnership that we've done with them. Uh, their team, starting with Bukata Hayes and beyond, has been great in formulating that relationship and providing it to that city. But even if you aren't in Brooklyn Center, if you cannot afford turn signal, we make it available for free to you because we don't want anyone's financial situation preventing them from feeling safe when they're driving. Nice. Jess, I, ne- I never thought I would say this, but we may need more lawyers because my question, <laughs> my question as an entrepreneur, uh, does this thing scale? Let's say you get 20,000, 30,000, 50,000 just in Minnesota. And if enough people are calling in in real time, you may need more lawyers. But I'm curious also, how did you fund this project? I know how hard it is getting an app in front of Apple and Android. Um, did you bootstrap this? Uh, was there a you know an A-series, a, an angel round? How did you get to where you are now? It's very impressive. Yes, we, we did. We raised money starting right here in, in the state of Minnesota. Um, Minnesota is an incredible ecosystem for the startup world. And if you have passion and a, and a good business model, there's great folks that will step behind you, whether it's, you know, Groove Capital that is, is a part of, of helping us build what we're doing today, Beta, which is a great accelerator here in the city of, or in the city of Minneapolis that was vital to our growth, and, and other investors that really said, hey, not only do we think this is a great business, but we think it's going to do well for the community, right? We always say you can do well by doing good, and that's what we're hoping yeah. to do um, with Turn Signal. So, yeah, and, and the growth is is absolutely there. And what's beautiful is we're partnering now with national huge law, law organizations that are saying, hey, as you scale and you have more and more calls, 
uh, we always say it's kind of like a teacher to student ratio. These law organizations um, are, are partnering with us and saying, hey, we'll add more lawyers to the platform as you're growing, just like if you have more students in the classroom and you need more teachers. So we're partnering with organizations that have made it scalable. And really, the, the tech is already there. We can turn it on in all 50 states tomorrow if we need to. Uh, but we just want to make sure that we have a, a good stable of attorneys that can answer before we scale to more and more jurisdictions. Uh, I just I just want to awesome. say I'm blown away. Yeah. I think you've awesome. got something amazing, the right app at the right time. And I wish you nothing but success. And you're right. You know what? It's win win for everybody. Good luck and Godspeed, Jazz. Well, we appreciate it so much. Thank you for, for allowing us time on your platform. And, and thanks to everyone out there that's supporting Turn Signal. We're, we're thankful to be a part of the solution and, and looking forward to, to doing it for many more days to come. You are part of the wow. solution. Again, it's called Turn Signal. It's it's T U R N S I G N L app. Just you know, find it in the App Store. Uh, thank you, Jazz. We'll we'll have you back on again. That was fun. Thank you so much. You both have a great day. Thank you. I'm just Jazz Hampton. these kids are amazing. The, yeah. Kids, I mean, he's not a kid. He's grown up. Thirty somethings are now kids. Yeah. He's a grown yeah, up. I guess yeah, so. But that. What a great idea! And bringing them yeah. to life. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's genius, and I think it's going to do very, very well. Good for him. What a, and necessary. What a great story. Mike Max up next on CCO. You can tell DJ likes snow, and, <laughs> and I'm I'm pro snow too. You know, five months out of the year, November, December, January, February, March. By April, I'm kind of ready for spring. What comes next? Along with most Minnesotans, ready for summer, but. Um, I'm kind of glad the Twins did move the the home opener to Friday. I think fans and players and staff will be much happier Friday afternoon outside than uh, tomorrow afternoon. By the way, Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Mike, did they make the right call? Probably, but it doesn't really matter. They're going to play in cold either way, and, and these guys are programmed to that. I just came from their practice. They they worked out today outside. Uh, with yeah. the drizzle and going, and uh, uh, I, I got to say, there there is just something magical and special about when a team comes back to play that home opener that I kind of forgot about. And uh, uh, it was cold out there, it's damp, all those things, but they come out there with smiles on their face and just excited to play a baseball game again, a meaningful baseball game again in the form of the opener. And, and there's something about a baseball park and a stadium it doesn't matter how you did the year before, the day before, whatever it is. When you get there that day, you feel good. And that's the way yeah. it felt out of Target Field today, talking to the different players. And I'll uh, bring you some of that tonight on, uh, on the show. But uh, uh, they had press conferences, and you see Correa out there for the first time taking ground balls. And you know, yeah. it goes on and on. It's really fun. Uh, before a season to see that kind of as it unfolds in front of your eyes and you know talking to Miguel Sano and he's fine with his cold and Ryan Jeffers <laughs> and all these guys they're going hey that's fine just get us up here and let us play some ball uh, and it, it, it just kind of restores your energy. Well, I'm glad yeah. to hear it because yeah. you know we Good. we want we needed baseball this year and I'm glad they were only delayed a week and I'm glad that they're finally going to play. Um, the Wolves lost last night and don't have a game tonight, so that no. means you have a show, my friend. Got a show tonight, yep. That's what Ryan yeah. Jeffers I visit with from mm-hmm. the Minnesota Twins. And mm-hmm. Kerry Kunze is going to join us. Matt Kowalska, the, the star of the Frozen Four 20 years ago, is out in Boston tonight. We'll catch up to him because the Gophers had that huge game tomorrow night in the semifinals against Minnesota State. 
Uh, man, Cato P.J. Hill is going to join us. Uh, he's become an activist, of course, in Minneapolis, but he's also a big basketball fan, was at the Final Four for the women's uh, uh, this past weekend at the Timberwolves last night. So he'll join us, and uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Wow. Hey, the Wolves aren't out of this, right? One more no, game. They, they'll be in in the in the in the, they got two more regular season games in the play. Two more game regular minimum, so they're in the playoffs. That's not the question. Uh, the playoffs just get a little bit um, uh, confusing because they'll, they'll probably have to play a play-in game on Tuesday, and if they win that, then they move on to the playoffs. If they lose that, they still get another chance to play another play-in game to get into the playoffs. Now I know that's a, a the, the Wolves haven't been in this situation very often, so we, we haven't had to explain the rules very much, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they were terrible last night. Uh, I was at the game, and, and, and I don't know if they were terrible, but Washington was sure fun to watch. And, and Washington wasn't supposed to be very good, and they just they blew the Timberwolves out of, out of target center. Hmm. Those pesky yeah. lizards. Those pesky wizards. wizards. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, Paul. Those pesky wizards. Yep. Lizards. All right, Mikey, thank you so much. Thanks, we're guys. Out of time, buddy. Thanks for Thanks, the time. Uh, but the boys of summer are back. Uh, when we get back, once again, we will respond to uh, no charges in the Amir Locke case. And we will, David, preach and travel with DJ at 520 next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.